0: life is messy and
1: unpredictable being able to find joy in the weeds of life is so important i'm beth and i'm kim and we are so glad you've joined us as we figure out how to hold joy in one hand and struggle in the other welcome to joy in the weeds
0: We've got to shorten the pot, the the length of that at intro. The,
1: at, well, at the end, it's so quiet for so long. It's, it's so so fun. Fun. <laughs> well, oh I was God. listening. I was like, "Are they going to come on?"
0: <laughs> that actually happened to me one of the time. We don't listen to our own podcast very often, which we probably should. But anyway, I was doing that one day in the car. I was like, "Ooh, that's too long." And yeah. then today, it struck me again. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have to try get that fixed. But hello, hello, it's been a long time. It's been forever. We're kind of up. Uh, no, we're not kind of. We are definitely behind and we've missed a couple. Yeah, very behind. And reason for that is life. Life.
1: life. Really too much. Just, just life. Um too much. <laughs> too many. Too many things to take care of.
0: But that that is so, you know. <clears throat> I think the first day we missed, the first week we missed, I was thinking, oh, because I was wanting because you were really overwhelmed that week. Yes, I was extremely I had so and, much going on. And I was just thinking, well, you know, should I just do something on my own? And, you know, because I was feeling real sort of the the pressure of yeah. deadline, you know, yeah. and getting done. And then I was like, no, I mean, it, this is exactly you know, what, I mean, the deadline that we've put is kind of a self-imposed deadline Mm -hmm. and it's just life. And that's,
1: I just hope everyone can understand. Yeah. I, I'll often tell my clients, I don't charge them when they, if they don't come, hmm. um, as long as they let me know and they can let me know at the time that they're supposed to be there. And that's fine. As long as I know, yeah. Uh, because I I understand life. Life happens. Yeah. And sometimes you just like I don't do the 24 hour thing. You know, most many mm. doctor's offices and therapy mm. offices say, you know, we have to know 24 hours or we're going to charge you $25. And I'm like, just text me mm. because I got plenty I can do. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can, I can yeah. file insurance that I have to. I mean, I can do anything or I can yeah. just, you know, watch TikTok and take a break for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so, I just yeah. also, you know, the yeah it's just when it's a lot and it's overwhelming i mean even if it's not bad things yeah it's like it can just be too much and it's like there's it's like we needed a little weeding to have
1: it. Yeah. yeah and then i mean and then last weekend like it's i think you was that like two weeks ago three weeks ago i don't even know mm-hmm. when it was mm-hmm. but then last weekend uh there was no because i was gone i left on thursday um go to orlando to watch my mom in a uh, risen play which was really fun um so cool so so there was no time to record because i can't record i personally can't record during the week because that's when i work
0: well in all honesty too i've made it more complicated because i am we've always had that we had mondays and fridays to record Mm -hmm. And um I'm now watching uh, my little granddaughter on Mondays. And which, so,
1: which is important. Which is so important. So, and I'm sorry, all our listeners, but that sweet little one is a whole lot more important than y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to tell you too, like just the other day I was sitting there watching her and or holding her. She was sleeping and she'd been a little bit sick and mm-hmm. feeling a little under the weather or whatever. And so she was particularly cuddly. Mm, that's and so great. I, I yeah, I was just holding her and she was sleeping and she slept a long time that day. She slept mm. two naps. There were almost two hours, but she just wanted to be held. And I yeah. just held her. Huh. And it's like grandmas are four. Yeah. And at one point I'm sitting there and you know, I'm I'm halfway through hour number three total. You know, I mean they weren't together, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like an hour mm. into the second nap. And I just I just was overwhelmed with the mm-hmm. the joy of realizing this opportunity that I have, yeah, and um, so yeah. thankful for that. So it's just yeah. made our our schedules more complicated, and we're going to mm-hmm. try to figure out a way to make sure we keep recording. But anyway, we just had a couple weeks. So, and, and yep, but we're excited to be back. <laughs> we are excited to be back. I'm so excited to see your face, Kim. So oh, funny. my word, I've missed you. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, oh my we don't goodness, we do not see each other enough outside of this. And yeah, we, we live far to. away
1: from each other, we like do. we live on opposite ends of the state. <laughs>
0: I know, but I would love, I wish we had time to like have you know, well, yeah. FaceTime screen time just for fun, but we don't. Well, we,
1: st- we have talked about taking another road trip, yeah, and we need to do
0: that. I don't know when. (laughs) As soon as uh, it'll be after August when little Charlie turns one. It'll have to be. Yeah. She goes off to her little school. So anyway. All right. So we were, we wanted today to talk about, I think we've actually tackled this subject before. So I kind of feel a little silly us doing it again, but I feel the need. So we're going to do it anyway. Um, but that is sort of the idea of quiet. Um, and I texted Kim last night about this.
1: So, yes. So let me, Kim, let me just go ahead. (laughs) So you text me, can we talk, I'm at a Chris Tomlin concert. Can we talk about the joy of quiet? Okay. So (laughs) I was recently at a Chris Tomlin concert a couple (laughs) months ago, um, So I'm very curious (laughs) as to where that came from. Not that he's bad. I I mean, it was a great concert. I preferred Mercy Me to Chris Tomlin, but that's okay. Um, So, like, how did that come about? (laughs) Give me all the details. (laughs) So
0: it's been a weekend. Um, I found out this, well, um, we had the golf tournament on Friday, Mm -hmm. and we are thursday night or early early friday morning i get a text from my daughter saying please pray for me i'm oh. at the um emergency vet hospital right. with little yes. bell she's breathing yes. heavily yeah um and uh, tell people who bell is bell is her little puppy yeah and because And, and Belle, I should have a picture here to show you, but Belle is just the cutest thing. I may pull one up. She's just the cutest thing on the face of the earth. And, um, the way Anna got her, Anna needed, uh, she, Harry had a little dog, um, Ella, who she Mm -hmm. still has. And Ella was, is, I, I I said to Anna this morning, I think Ella is autistic. Oh. Uh, I don't know if a dog can be autistic.
1: No, I've actually had another client. I had a client of mine say the same thing about her dog. Really? <laughs> I think the dog is autistic. Yeah. Well, I, I really, uh,
0: she fits that. Um, And so she just like, she she'll come up to be cuddled. And then if you touch her, she'll, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. she just doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, And she is completely unemotionally like she just, has, it's like she, and I know it's silly talking about that with the dog, but she's like, she has no emotion. Anyway, it's really fascinating. So, but she would constantly want to play. And when she was young, she would actually play ball by herself, which I'd never seen before. We have her on video. She would take the ball and basically toss it up in the air by herself and then chase after it and then go get it and then go and do it again. She'd just do that. But but she would prefer for someone to throw her the ball and play with her constantly, but at a distance, like she's anyway, she's kind of interesting. So Anna decided it was exhausting, this constant, uh, ask to play. And so Anna thought, well, maybe if she had another dog, you know, a sibling, that would be good. So, and Anna goes and gets bell and bell was, had lots of, um, she had been severely abused when anna got mm. her uh she didn't she couldn't walk like she wouldn't walk with a leash or mm. really walk at all she just anna take her outside and she would just crouch like she was just oh, terrified sweet. of the world oh, and baby. any noise she would just be terrified she was drenched in pee when anna picked oh. her up i mean she yeah anyway, and she got her from a kill shelter. And so it was, you know, they weren't doing Life much smarts. to to they didn't bathe her, you know, those kind of things. So she was she was had a lot of issues. However, as soon as she figured out she was being loved and not hmm. abused anymore, um, she had this little tail that was like a white flag, and it would just fly. And she every time, you know, Anna comes around, that little tail would just go 90 miles an hour and Anna would get home and sit down in a chair or on the couch. And Belle just jumps up, jumps up on top of her and then buries her head in Anna's neck. I mean, just oh. the cuddle bug of all cuddle bugs, however, could care less about playing with Ella. So she was worthless for <laughs> for the whole point of having her. But mm-hmm. what Anna got in in adopting Belle was something that was super important to Anna, which was a um, a, a cuddle companion. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is Anna is a kinesthetic like she just mm-hmm, personal mm-hmm. touch and and she's single so she's mm-hmm. on her own. And mm-hmm. anyway, here is I don't know if oh wow, well. trying to get the there you go. We got it. Here's little We're Belle. Waiting. But anyway Aww. she's just absolutely the cutest thing on face of the earth. So Anna asked me us to pray for her. We go off. um, We talked to her um, on the way to the golf tournament and she was a wreck. And she said that um, they told her that Bell was having heart failure. And so Mm -hmm. anyway, we go, she was then coming home with medication that they were hoping was going to help relieve some of the fluid from her lungs Mm -hmm. so that she could breathe and stuff again. And Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, by the time we got done with the golf tournament, we found out she'd gone and had to go and have her put down because she was just in agony and they couldn't, you know, she couldn't get relief. And Anna knows as a nurse, like she could see the signs and knew what was going on. Yeah. So Friday that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to go do some things over at Mount Pisgah Academy, helping out for alumni weekend and When I got home, Anna left Greenville and came directly to our house um, with Mm -hmm. Ella so that she wouldn't be going home alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris took off work. And so when I got home, they were there. Anyway, so we spent some time with her. And then Sabbath morning, we just spent some time together, Chris and I, just resting and some quiet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think I was much more emotionally sad than I expected mm-hmm. with uh Belle dying. It just I, I think as a mom, and I'm gonna try to do this without crying, but I think as a mom, when you have a child who I mean a grown woman, but you know what I'm saying, yes. <laughs> who is by themselves yeah. and who's one of her greatest needs is, you know, to cuddle and have physical touch. Yeah to know that she had Bell, you know, that yeah. was just always that like, you know, so yeah. much so that it was almost annoying because she just constantly wanted to snuggle. Yeah. Um, that was always very comforting for me as a mom, not to mention, I just love the dog. I mean, she was absolutely yeah. precious. And I loved it when she would come and, you know, we went through the whole thing of her not, you know, not knowing us and not wanting to Mm -hmm. trust us and we had to win her over and you know then we did and then she just adored us so we you know we were attached to her too but I don't know so just being quiet Sabbath morning was really nice and it was just Chris Mm -hmm. and I and anyway but my daughter daughter daughter-in-law had given me for Christmas the Chris Tomlin tickets and we knew it was you know we'd been planning for it and all that and we thought, you know, hey, this is really perfect timing because we can go over and maybe do a little dinner with Anna right beforehand and, you know, mm. kind of check in on her again. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we were thankful for that. And anyway, it was a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. Chris and I put the top down on the convertible and it was like 70 degrees and mm. or 75 degrees. And I... I know this sounds silly, I had a new shirt. I was just telling Kim about before we (laughs) started recording that I just really love. And it's so me and I wore it and I wore it with my favorite shoes, like the whole outfit, you know, Mm -hmm. how, you you know how Mm it just like all comes Mm -hmm. together and it feels Mm -hmm. good and you feel Mm -hmm. good. And anyway, and so we're driving over there and just enjoying the beautiful scenery and the, you know, the air and all of that. And Chris and I are holding hands and talking. I mean, it's just, it's just really nice. But all of it was very quiet. Um, mm-hmm. and and I think just quiet is kind of what I needed, if that makes sense, from mm-hmm. the because of the the sadness, the weeds mm. um, And then we go to the Christph concert <laughs>
1: <sighs> and and it's not quiet.
0: It's not even close to quiet. And we get into song number two. You know, the first two songs were just, you know, mm-hmm. tear the house down. And and don't misunderstand. I don't think there's anything wrong with a loud concert. I don't want people to think that that's the angle that I'm coming from. Um, I think that, you know, there is, <laughs> there is something really powerful and important and beautiful about... Um, praising loudly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've always been a big fan of that.
1: And, and, and in that moment, what was the, what was the experience? In that
0: moment, it just felt like the clanging cymbal and oh. it just felt And I I know it had to do with everything that I was was going on because I have loved those moments, you know, like I've had a very different reaction to it. But then I just kept thinking about Jesus and and, Mm. you know, he was born quietly, Mm. you know, arguably one of the most glorious things to happen to this world. Right. Mm. And he chose for it to be. Very quiet. Of course, the angels did, you know, cover the sky, but only a few people saw that, right? Yeah. And then the way he did his ministry was just I mean, yes, he ministered to crowds, but there was lots of just like the time he spent with the woman at the well. And, you know, they're just a lot. And he would go off and be quiet. And, I don't, he was certainly not, um, fame seeking, not nearly enough for the, for the disciples and for, you know, the, the Israelites in general. I mean, he, he, I don't know. And I guess then I was thinking about us getting together and talking and one of the elements of joy that I have always loved is that it can be a very quiet thing. Hmm. That it can be, it can be loud and it can be bright, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it can also be very quiet and very soft, but Mm -hmm. still as profound. And I guess the whole day leading up to that moment, when we sat down in the Chris Tomlin concert, it had been a very quiet joy, you know, Mm -hmm. spending time with Chris, having conversations with my daughter Cause we were talking with her over the phone and, you know, celebrate sort of talking about bell and celebrating her in a way. And, you know, just having moments that were just really beautiful and really quiet. And, mm. and then the contrast was so, mm-hmm. so great. Mm-hmm. I just, man, I just, yeah, I almost had a hard time enjoying it.
1: Hmm. there you have it well I uh, it's I find I find this that that that's coming up for you interesting cause on doesn't matter what day of the week it was it was actually Friday um, I was listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. with Gretchen Rubin and I think you have listened to her podcast The Happiness Project yes yes I love it so she wrote a book called The Happiness Project and then her most recent book is about The Five Senses Mm. And so when she was working with, when she was doing her her experiment with her hearing, she actually took a weekend. She sent her whole family away and she took a weekend where she didn't talk to anybody. Nobody talked to her. She didn't listen to the radio. She didn't listen to a podcast. she She spent the entire weekend completely silent, in quiet. Now, she said... Like, it wasn't like this, w- what, um, when people say like meditation, where you try to quiet your mind or whatever, <laughs> She, she was, and she's not a Christian. So she, it was not that. She wasn't trying to, you know, do that meditation where she was trying to, qu- quote unquote, quiet her mind. Her mind was just as noisy as it always was. And what she and the podcaster, because he was also saying that he will take 20 minutes of quiet. He'll just sit. In quiet, Mm. not meditation, Mm. right? What the world just silent, just just in quiet, and he he will. It is just as energizing for him as a nap, Hmm. because there's nothing coming at him. And I was just like, the only time I would say that that happens for me is in the morning when when I go and do my Bible study. Mm And at the same time, I'm not just sitting, like, my mind is occupied. Right. It's quiet. Right. And I still have my mind occupied Mm -hmm. by study. Mm -hmm. And there really is something about that. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what, I I think the contrast was so glaring. And and please, I, I... I cannot say enough that it had nothing to do with concert. <laughs> like, right. You know. Yes, right. It was right. A time and place. Yeah. Just yesterday was a time that I needed the quiet. Yeah. And. But I also. I And I also think we are a society that doesn't like quiet.
1: hundred percent. I have a hard time. Like I mm, very hard time because because I like to be distracted mm-hmm. because the noise in my head is yeah. so loud and so I don't like to sit with that noise in my head mm-hmm. so I keep myself distracted
0: which I think is true for so many of us mm-hmm. and 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 last night. <clears throat> when it struck me, I texted you and said, how about we talk about this mm-hmm. to give you a heads up? And you were like, yeah, sure. And so that I'm sitting there with just the, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if anyone's ever been to a concert like that, you know what I'm talking about, the the loudness. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Be still and know That's that I am God. That's the scripture that came you to my know? head as well, yeah. Be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And I look forward to heaven where we are all rejoicing and praising him together mm-hmm. when it is so incredibly, like I believe that there will be moments when the sound is just unbelievable. Mm. Um, but how important is the being still? And you know what you were talking about having so many things going on in our head that we don't like, we'd rather be distracted because I'm mm-hmm. exactly the same way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care if it's a, you know, a simple game on my phone, like a word Mm -hmm. game, numbers game or something on my phone or a, you know, a conversation with people or something, but Mm -hmm. it's very hard. In fact, I thought about, I keep saying, maybe we need to get, I need to get away and have a weekend all to myself. And
1: I'm not sure if I can do it. Yeah. I've, I've actually thought the same thing. I don't know if I could go by myself and just be in the quiet for a weekend. Yeah. But I want to try sometime. (laughs) So what do you <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> in that scripture be still and know that I am God. what do you how does stillness allow us to know God?
0: Is it that it, let me add another question. Is it that it is I the stillness question. That, I want the answer <laughs> Well, but is it that or is it that? We know he is, and we need the stillness to just bask in it.
1: So in the stillness, is there acknowledgement of him?
0: Like what we already know. Or is it, like you asked, something about in the stillness that helps us to know that he is? And here, okay, so on one hand... For I'm just going to speak for myself. When I have a hard time with the quiet, it is a, it is especially challenging to spend time still and quiet when there are stressors in my life mm-hmm. or old things are coming. You know. Mm-hmm old hurts or old wounds Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, which all of us have. Right. Mm -hmm. And when those things are front and center Mm -hmm. um, or I'm afraid that they haven't been front and center because I'm busy, but as soon as I'm quiet, then they may be there. And so I'd rather Mm -hmm. just stay busy so Mm -hmm. that I don't have to address them. And yet there is a part of, excuse me, maybe a part of the, being still and knowing that he is God is him asking us to let him show up and show us how he will handle like that. He's got us even in those situations, Mm. you know, in other words, Mm. be still and watch how I comfort you or watch how I quiet your mind or watch how I heal you. Mm. Um. Because, you know, that he's not asking us to be quiet and still so we can sit there in agony.
1: Right. I'm just, I'm going back to what you said earlier about the woman at the well. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking of the few scriptures we hear where Jesus went off to a quiet place Mm -hmm. And I wonder if the quiet is so that we can commune with God. Mm -hmm. Because the woman at the well, there's no distraction, whatever. She's communing with God. Right. And when Jesus went off by himself in the quiet, it was specifically to be with God and be re-energized and be empowered and be comforted, I would assume, and, and all those things. Yeah. So perhaps it's not just about quietness. It's about being with God. Cause again, I'm going to go back to my mornings mm-hmm. for me. That's the best time. Like it's almost like there's permission to be still in the mm. morning. Mm. So I'll make my coffee and then I'll go like now because of when the sun rises, I get up when it's still a little bit dark and I can't, I I can't, I can't read, like I can't see my Bible. I can't write my prayers. I can't do anything Mm -hmm. and I'll just sit and it is quiet and I Mm -hmm. listen for the birds and I watch the sunrise and, (laughs) and then as soon as it's light enough, then I start. Yeah. And there really is something about that because I really, I think, I mean, I would have to, I'd have to think more, but I, I actually think that I'm communing with God verbally, like, or in my mind. Right. Um, I, I think it is about being
0: with God. I mean, I, I don't know what this sounds like theologically. I'm just questioning myself here for a second before I say it, but... I just, I'm not sure that when we are in, when we are Christians in relationship with him that, you know, he says he's always with us, <laughs> like mm-hmm. he'll never leave us or we're right. so, so when we're being, when we're loud or when we're quiet, you know, he's there. Of course. So, um,
1: uh, so it is, it is about that. So he's with us, but are we with him?
0: With him, him.
1: See, there's that acknowledgement of being, like it's it's a it's an intention in our minds. It's our experience. Our experience yeah, I know that God is with me, and and now I am with Him. Like that is, yeah. Like when you're when you're driving in the car with your husband. It's, it's, well, we have to. And you're holding to be, hands. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to necessarily have words of communication Mm -mm. and you are with each other. Yeah. And there's something about that that is extremely powerful when you can be with someone and also not say anything and you know that you're together. And really joy producing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just think that there is, you know, going back to what we were saying earlier, I think that there is something for all of us that 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 have a hard time with quiet. There is an element of fear mm-hmm. or an element of avoidance mm-hmm. um, that maybe he's asking us to intentionally take the time to trust him in those moments. In other words, I need you to have times of quiet because I need you to have these moments of trust with me. It's kind of like little bell, you know, where she needed to in her greatest fear and her, you know, having been through a really horrible life, you know, she had to have these moments with Anna Mm-mm. where she was really, you know, willing to accept Anna's love of her so that she could then kind of learn that this was what was going to be. And I think we need to have those moments with God where we're, you know, we're coming to him with all of our brokenness Mm -hmm. and willing to just sit quiet Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and let him show us how that is safe.
1: I you're, you're very onto something about the safety of it um, if I was to therapize myself mm-hmm. <laughs> what I would ask is what are you avoiding right. what are you so afraid of and right. the answer is the loudness of my own thoughts mm-hmm. and the pain that comes with those thoughts whether it's something that's now or something in the past or s- some fear of the future. Um, and then, and then, you know, therapist me would tell me, me, well, how about you just practice sitting with that and let that be, and don't judge yourself and don't try to fix it. Just acknowledge that that is what it is, mm-hmm. what it is. And, and, by doing that you will know that you're going to be okay that you are safe that your thoughts are not like your thoughts your thoughts and emotions can't hurt you like they they can't kill you <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not going to harm you in any way and 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 on top of that they're going to give you information about where you need healing
0: so one thing last night that i was I was looking at while I was in the middle of this very loud concert, um, <laughs> which I find very interesting <clears throat> was I was looking up, and I know we've touched on this before because this is one of my favorite passages. But the in uh, in Nehemiah, um, you know, with the feasts and all that stuff going on, um, so the is the Israelites have come home, right, and from being captive for so long, and they it's been a generationally. They've been generationally absent from. They've been generationally captive. So, because of that, they a lot of them really never knew and don't understand life as Israelites without being in captivity. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, Nehemiah has been asked to like. Well, they're supposed to be read. The law is going to be read to them, and they're mourning, and they're just really experiencing all their issues in a powerful way and to the point that they're really having a hard time and, uh, so then there, it says in verse, this is chapter eight, verse nine, then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest, and the teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, this day is holy to the Lord, your God, do not mourn or weep, because they were. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, go. Go. And enjoy choice food and sweet drink, and spend and send some to those who have nothing prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve; for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I've always loved this because I love the idea of good food, feasting, sweet <laughs> drinks. I know you don't; you're not a food <laughs> thing, food person, but That's like. Hilarious. If you're telling me, don't don't stress, don't w- cry and warn, a pastry and a, you know, lovely drink will just, you know, like a coffee or whatever will be just wonderful and heal all kinds of things. But anyway, <clears throat> so I get that. But then it's, you know, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And we hear that a lot. We know that, you know, that very well. And then on verse, in verse 11, it says, the Levites calmed all the people saying, be still for this is a holy day do not grieve then all the people went away to eat and drink to send portions of food and to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that had made no, that had been made known to them um i had i've read this so many times and it wasn't until last night that i noticed it said be still for this is the holy day
1: what, do not what, grieve your chapter eight I'm chapter
0: eight and i was starting with verse nine what does it say in your version in well, well it says verse be quiet 11?
1: but i'm just curious to know because because c- i'm 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 picturing the scene okay yes yeah <laughs> okay. so they're <laughs> being told don't don't mourn don't weep Instead, celebrate. That's what I'm hearing. Right. And then they're told, be still, mm-hmm. and then go celebrate. So, so, to me, still is not about celebration. Mm-hmm. Still is, like, don't say a word. However, in the context of this story, stillness is associated with weeping. Mm-hmm. And not with celebration. So I'm I'm on Blue Letter Bible and I'm I'm looking up what Strong says. Okay, so the Levites are holding peace. I mean, one of the one of the definitions for that Hebrew word where it says and the, the Hebrew the Levites quieted them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's to to hold peace, to like Kind of like we, you would do with your, with Charlie. It's like, shh. Yes. Okay, shh. Okay. So now I'm going to go to the other word saying be still. Same word. Yeah. It's a, it, it,
0: it is a, it's the same word. So it goes on, um, <clears throat> So on, on, in verse 13, on the second day of the month, the heads of the families along with the priests and the Levites gathered around Ezra and the teacher to give attention to the words of the law. So they go back to reading the law, like they take a break. Then they go back to reading the law. They found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded through Moses, that the Israelites were to live in temporary shelters during the festival of the seventh month, and that they should proclaim this word and spread it throughout their towns and in Jerusalem. Go out into the hill country and bring back branches from olive and wild olive trees and from myrtle palms and the shade uh, trees to make temporary shelters as it is written. So the people went out and brought the ba- branches back and they, anyway, they made the shelters. Um, <clears throat> and then it says the whole company that had returned from exile. So all of them built temporary shelters and lived in them from the days of Joshua, son of Nun until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this. Hmm. And their joy was very great, but you know all of this—the the house, the the building of the shelters, the whole process, the them telling them to you know be quiet. This is about celebrating the good food, the sweet drink, um, doing the festivals that they had that that God had laid before them before. It was all about coming back to trusting that God was with them. Yeah. All of it was to signal that God was with them. And, you know, and who they were. And and so I see as this goes right with that, be still and know that I am God. You know, all of these things, yes, the be still and celebrate. I get what you're saying about that. But I do think what it is, is, is like it is in direct correlation to quieting the anguish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: quieting the weeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: because God's got
0: you. Because God's got you and and celebrate the fact and that And then God celebrate got that. You. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you know doing that they just had such great joy.
1: It's it's that story is fascinating to me because so often we are we talk about repentance, we talk about how we mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to turn. We need to be sorrowful for our sin, turn back to God. And yet here is a story where they're reading the law. They're realizing how pitiful they've been in keeping the law. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense for them to lament and mourn. And yet God is telling them through Nehemiah no, 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 because God is so happy that you are here and he's going to keep you safe. He is with you and you don't need to lament. We're going to celebrate. Mm-hmm. But this is fascinating to me.
0: It is. And I've always loved it because, interestingly, because I've always looked at it from the celebration standpoint. Everyone knows I would rather celebrate than almost anything else in the world. And in many ways, last night, you know, was about celebrating at the concert. And yet I just, I I just needed to be quiet. But I'd never seen in here where the the portion of, you know, be still. And I do Mm -hmm. think it is about quieting
1: the angst. Mhm. Mhm. Um That's hard to do. Yeah. So instead of quieting our angst, we distract ourselves from our angst. <laughs> I mean, we do. Like, no. <laughs> like what? listen. I can't seem
0: to ever get this thing settled today. I keep feeling like I'm off center. Yes. And it seems, if, if, you know, I think for everyone out there and for certainly in my life, and I'm sure in yours as well, it seems like anytime you start getting some of the things quiet and, and, and then there's more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I saw something on social media today that said, did you, maybe it was even you, I don't know, but anyway, something about our value because, the devil and God are both chasing after
1: you. Yeah. No, that wasn't me, but I have seen that too. Yeah. How yeah. valuable you are. Yeah. Cause they both want you. Yeah. Oh, so.
0: anyway, I guess, I guess the main thing is just for me is last night realizing the importance of some
1: quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been a couple of evenings. Um, where Tim and I have purposefully had conversations with each I mean there's it's not totally quiet but like there's no background noise there's no music there's no right. TV there's no nothing um how nice that is mm-hmm. how really nice that is yeah
0: i know we've talked about it on here before but i am I've got to find a time to try a a, a, a personal getaway. <laughs> see if I can do it. If nothing else, then for an experimental, an act of experimentation. So, if
1: you were to do that, would you would you bring stuff? Like, would you bring a book? Would you like? Would you just? Would you be like those you know cloistered nuns that did nothing but? <laughs> Right? Like what would you do? Like if I was to do it and I was t- to like determined to n- not have a podcast on, not listen to music, not turn a television, like it was just right me and whatever, I would probably bring um, maybe my watercolors or I would mm. do some writing. I would probably bring a book or two. And just take the time be more contemplative
0: yeah i think i, I like the idea of drawing that you just maybe want to go now um <laughs> but i yeah i i was thinking you know at least make sure i have my bible with me of course and uh, I would have to take my phone and then just commit to not being on it. Yeah, yeah, that. But for, for safety
1: sure. reasons. Well, sure. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, you know, but that's another thing for me. It's just the I can, I can let fear get the better of me mm. sometimes, and mm-hmm. I need to. You know, so it would definitely be an exercise in quieting that. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Just being all by myself, mm-hmm. no matter where you are. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'd probably be fine if I was like in a hotel or someplace like that. But that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, yeah, a, I think
1: I don't think a hotel would feel quiet.
0: No, it so I think like be, somewhere yeah. in the woods or, you know, in a cabin or yeah, I'd prefer on top of the mountain. Hmm. But not at the or beach by the lake.
1: Not at the beach. Maybe.
0: I don't know of a place by the beach that would feel like I was away. Oh. Okay. But anyway, but I'm also not a big fan of in the woods either. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. I'd probably feel, I mean, physically, I'd probably feel safer on the beach than I would in the woods. Yeah, probably. Just because of too many stories.
0: (laughs) What's,
1: that's so sad, you know. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. You know, the only place I'll walk by myself is when I'm on Grand Manan Island. Hmm. I, w- I won't even walk on my own. Well, I mean, if I was to go down the road, whatever. But like in the morning, I won't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a walk down my street because I've got this ridiculous fear that just grips me. But I would say on Grand Manan is probably the quietest, quietest that we are is when we go there and it's wonderful. It is wonderful.
0: Maybe Kim, we need to take a trip and do this together, but not like have separate rooms. That would be interesting. Like sep- like two cabins. Yeah. Or two yurts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yurts don't feel
0: secure enough.
1: I need a shower. I don't, <laughs> if I can shower in my yurt, okay. All
0: right. Well, coming soon, <clears throat> a podcast about Beth and Kim's adventure of aloneness together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that'll
0: work. <laughs> you know, this, this whole topic, though, just keeps coming up for me. So I just keep wondering because I know we've talked about it on here before. And then I know that recently, the, the, one of the pastors, because um, we talked about it, um, one of the pastors that when I was at a convention talked about, you know, the importance of quiet hmm. um, for restoration, you know, mm-hmm. the importance of that. And um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, it just keeps coming back. So I feel like it's definitely a thing. Like I, you know, it's a thing that I need to address. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Hmm.
0: and there has to, you know, it's. I also, I I kept telling Chris last night, maybe it's just my age, but it's not just my age. I think, (laughs) I think what it is is it's me wanting to make sure that I'm not stuffing things anymore. And I think part of that Mm -hmm. is age, you know, a willingness to sort Mm -hmm. of address the issues. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is. Mm-hmm. something. But boy, I was feeling it last night that I needed it. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic. It was during a very loud concert. I will say as part of this, and I don't mean to get all judgy because i that, that's not it at all. Um, but I do find it interesting that we as Christians... like to be, we glorify being loud. Mm, How do you mean? About what we believe. Okay. And about, like, we see being quiet about that as being weak or unwilling to be bold. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, there's, there's no just... Sometimes I feel like we just need to quietly come alongside people Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay to just do that.
1: Mm -hmm. And, um, (laughs) yeah, and and, and (laughs) not being what I just, I was just thinking of a recent, um, criticism I got because I was having a conversation with someone, um, who's making some really bad choices and Mm -hmm. I didn't correct them. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know that we we have this uh, arrogance dare I mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. that sometimes I I guess last night I kept feeling like when I was contemplating Jesus and his life that there was a graciousness and a quietness to his life that spoke volumes Mm -hmm. and drew people to him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the Pharisees were very loud Mm -hmm. and very obnoxious Mm -hmm. and very directive Mm -hmm. about what was right and what people should Mm -hmm. be doing. And I just feel like perhaps there is also not just personal healing, but there is Healing that we can help assist others in having by just quietly coming alongside them and not mm. trying to correct them all the time.
1: Well, well w- while you were talking, I was thinking that's that's safe. Jesus was safe. Yes. In his quiet, quiet, peaceful manner that made him safe. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to be safe people for others, we can we can do that. We don't We don't need to tell them they're doing anything wrong. Yeah. We, we can just come alongside them and be a safe person. Yeah. And let them do all the talking. <laughs> <laughs> and just be a place. I mean, sorry, I'm a therapist. You know, just hold space for them. And that right. requires us to be quiet. Yes. It, it, if you're going to hold space for somebody else, you have to be quiet. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, so there, <laughs> there you have it. Got a book. Ho-
1: I got to book an Airbnb now. There's, there's
0: <laughs> joy in quiet and joy in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. And, and 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 for you personally, and for coming alongside someone quietly. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Kim. In the last okay. twenty-four hours, what something has brought you joy, laughter, or a smile? I'm trying to think.
1: Oh my word! It's, it's been a very like like the mundane normalness of life in the last twenty-four hours. Oh. <laughs> so, but then that's not bad. Yeah, like, I was gonna there, say, isn't, just, isn't that joy right yeah, there? There's been nothing, um, nothing particularly. I mean, my. I'm, I'm, it hasn't happened yet, but my kids are coming over for supper tonight. It's our Sunday night thing, um, which is joyful mm-hmm. when they come. Um, so, it, yeah, I guess it's just had a nice workout. The sun is shining. Mhm. Um, I'll be painting shutters this afternoon. I have yellow door on my house. <laughs> just,
0: oh, Kim! Just, I was no, so excited I, to see your yellow door. Oh my word!
1: Yeah. My back door too. My my, my back you door is also yellow.
0: Always have a yellow door. Yes,
1: yeah. And then I'm going to be painting my shutters a a a bright uh, teal. Like it's it's, it's going to be a little pop. That's um, awesome. And I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do those colors in my on my walls in my house because it right. would be too much. Um, though cameo mm-hmm. would, she likes the bright colors. Um, but yeah, on the outside of the house, just a little. That's a little awesome. Wow. <laughs> so that brings me joy. It's not happening yet is what I'm going to do later. But that does bring me but joy. That brings at the thought of joy. Even the
0: anticipation of things brings <laughs> exactly. joy. Exactly.
1: Um,
0: so, you. so at the, at the risk of sounding very shallow Um, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, I found a top, Mm. that a shirt, a blouse that I just absolutely love. And I've been really struggling recently. You all know I've been going through, you know, menopause. And as of next week, I will be officially in menopause unless something happens in between now and then. So we'll see. Um, I did. We'll talk about it at another time. But I did. um, Anyway. been taking steps to try to help out with some of the symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. We do have a lady coming on to talk about. We have that's coming up. Um, I think we're going to end up doing uh, several different podcasts on the subject in like in different areas. But anyway, um, to all the men that are listening, you should listen to because if you've ever known someone or you are married, uh, you will experience it one day. So hopefully if you're so blessed um, to be around a woman who's going through it. But in any event, uh, I with that has come some weight gain that has just really been very discouraging for me because I've worked so hard to be mm-hmm. more helpful. And with that often comes times when you just are not happy with what you're putting on yourself mm-hmm. because you just, anyway. And I found a blouse and I treated myself to it for my birthday. And I have to tell you, it just brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. It is black, which, <laughs> but it has pearls all over it, um, all on the edges. And I, it just, but part of it is it just fits really, really well. And I was wearing it yesterday when I went out to spend time with my husband and it just, I felt beautiful and mm. comfortable and it was the perfect like thing to wear for the temperature that it was outside. And uh, uh, with all of that, it just was so joyful to feel confident and um, like myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, so yeah, I felt very, it was a very joy filled time for me. Uh, And I know it's silly. It's just a blouse, but uh, I don't think think it's silly at all.
1: So I think, I think, I think there's a big part of our wiring as women um, feeling beautiful. I think it matters. Yeah, I do too. And maybe we should talk about, maybe we could do our next podcast on that. Or have beautiful. we done it before? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's going to be one of the next ones. There you go. have to look forward to anyway, but yeah, that was, that was my moment of joy. So, all right. Well, I like really red today. I think it's just the lighting. I don't think it's that I'm red. You look all nice and glowy. I look like, I don't know. I think you look fine.
1: (laughs) I have my hair back because I was working out.
0: So one of the other things, just side note, I played in the Mount Pisgah Academy Golf Tournament and Mm -hmm. I played with my husband and with uh, Tank Brooks and Mark Waugh, who are friends of ours. And um, we shot 10 strokes. 10 less strokes than we did the year before good so, for you uh yeah we did pretty well and it was That's it fantastic. was very exciting so good i am stuff. we've played golf uh we play golf on thursday and then we play the tournament on friday so two days in a row i'm feeling it i bet i bet you are but it was wonderful so that was a huge thing too good but stuff anyway all right it's so good okay. to see you kim <laughs> It's lovely. Thank you guys for listening and sorry for the delay, but you know, that's life and we will get back on schedule and uh, yeah, go out and experience some joy. Please do. Thank you so much for joining us today. We would really love to hear from you. So please find us. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Joy in the Weeds. You can also email us. Our email address is joy at carolinasda.org. That's joy at carolinasda.org. Now we hope that today as you navigate the weeds, you will also hold on to moments of joy. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.